This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's the Volunteer Hotspot, proudly supported by Bakehouse on Bond. Every time uh, on a Friday at this time, we take a look at volunteering in our community and some of the great people and organisations that are volunteer-based. Uh, this morning, an opportunity to catch up with Juanita Willems from Foster Hope, Otago. Morena, good to have you with us, Juanita. Morena, Jess. It's lovely to be here. For those who haven't heard about uh, Foster Hope, just remind us what the mission is. Uh, the mission is to provide backpacks filled with essential items to children as they enter into foster care. And, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about what you know about the circumstances uh, that a lot of these kids find themselves in and why this is so important. So there can be a huge number of reasons why a child might end up in foster care and that can range from um, the parents unexpectedly passing away or um, there is often drug and or alcohol abuse, there can be um, physical abuse to the child, Uh, there can be a number of other reasons that the parents may not be coping um, and they've then had to um, have their children removed. There's just so many reasons that kids are removed. Juanita, what prompted you to get involved with Foster Hope? So I was a foster child. I was um, fostered and then adopted when I was seven years old. And for me, it's it's just a cause that's really, really dear to my heart. I grew up in a family with foster children and um, wouldn't think of volunteering at this stage for anybody else. So uh, in in many circumstances, um, the initial shift for a child might be quite rapid circumstances might mean that they've got to move quite quickly and often they're making that move without much uh, take without taking much along with them yeah exactly so often um and not always but often children are um left with what they're standing in so whatever they're wearing on the day um is what they have with them and that's where our packs are just so important what a great idea. What typically do you put inside the packs, Juanita? Uh, so they have really essentials, um, things like pyjamas, underwear, socks, uh, toothbrush, toothpaste, um, clothing items, uh, a special cuddle item, so a teddy or a quilt or a blanket, um, and then obviously ranging depending on the child. So a baby would put nappies, that sort of thing, and older children would have sanitary items and items that are essential to their day-to-day lives. Yeah, and so they arrive with something that belongs to them. Exactly, and it also means that the caregiver who has just taken in a scared, potentially scared, potentially frightened child is not having to race out to the warehouse or wherever they want to go and buy the items. They can spend that time focusing on settling that child into their home and dealing with the emotional side of being removed from their home. Okay, so tell us about the ways volunteer effort and community support can help with what you're doing. Absolutely. So we are um, 100% funded by the generosity of the community. Uh, We are all volunteers, including myself, um, and we do rely um, heavily, if not completely actually, on the generosity of people either financially and also volunteering their time to help us build the packs, to collect the gifts for Christmas, all of those amazing things um, that are done are done by people who are volunteers. 
you mentioned Christmas. It's just around the corner. Is yeah. is it is it typically um, you know a, a, a busy or are there busier times of year than others in terms of the work that you're doing with Foster Hope? So this is coming into our, one of the busiest times of the year for us. So we run a Christmas present drive. It's kicking off after Labor Day, and that will um, require us to collect anywhere up to 1,500 Christmas presents and then distribute them around the Otago region. So it is definitely a really busy time for us. There's plenty of volunteer opportunities and lots of work that needs to be done. So for someone who might think, hey, look, this sounds like something I really do want to be able to help out with, um, perhaps you could give us an idea of the, the, the range of options in terms of that and, and how much of a time commitment might be um, appropriate and useful in this kind of situation? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a huge number of tasks that need to be done. It can be as simple as collecting some of the gifts on their way home from work um, and dropping them off out out in Mosgiel at our head office. Um, It could be volunteering a Saturday afternoon to come and help us sort and allocate those gifts. Uh, We may require people who travel regularly to, say, deliver the gifts to Invercargill for us or, or Central Otago. Um, And the good thing about the way we run our volunteering program is that we put out to the community what we need done and then we allow people to say that works with my time frame, that fits with my schedule and my life and I can help with that. So we're not essentially saying you must do this, we're saying these are the range of tasks that are available and when they need to be done by, can you help? Pop your name beside one and... Um, you know, you'll be allocated to do that for us. So it sort of can fit around people's lifestyles and that's really important because everybody's busy. How how typically do you get information out to the public about uh, what opportunities there are for volunteering? Our main platform is actually um, social media. So we have a Facebook page, Foster Hope Otago. So each region throughout the country has their own page. So as long as they're on the Otago page, that will any messages, comments, anything like that come directly to me. Um, and then we send a volunteer email out to anyone who's, who's shown an interest in volunteering and say, here's what we're doing. Can you help with any of that? So those are our two main platforms that All we right. use. I don't know whether you've got your finger on the pulse in terms of the numbers here, but you've got some idea of how many of these packs you distribute each year? So this year um, we are on, I say on target, that's not really the right word. It looks like we're probably going to do about 1,800 this year. It was about 16 last year and about 1,200 the year before. Um, COVID seems to have played a big, a big role in the amount of um, children that are needing our support. And we'll probably do around 1,300 to 1,500 Christmas presents is, is what the numbers are looking like at this stage. And and this is just what, in the Otago Southland region? Yeah, so we're everything south of Omaru, so right through the whole lower south, including central Otago. That number might surprise our listeners, Juanita. It probably will. It surprises me every year. And, you know, so what they need to remember, I guess, is that these are kids in the care system. So some of these kids may still be with their, with their families, but they are needing that support. They are working with a social worker and we are, we are helping to, you know, um, improve their lives in that manner. And then, of course, our base um, clientele, I guess, is the, foster children directly who have been removed and that includes all of the grandparents that are looking after their grandchildren as well have taken full custody of of grandchildren 
Well, it's a great cause, and uh, as you lead into Christmas, I'm sure um, that some of our Rory FM listeners will want to help out in some way. So just a reminder again, you can look for Foster Hopes Otago Facebook page. Uh, that's a good way to stay in touch uh, and uh, to see what opportunities are coming up. I'm sure Juanita would love to hear from you. Um, Juanita, uh, thanks so much for taking some time again to join us here on ORFM to, to remind us about the great work that Foster Hope is doing in our region and of course across Aotearoa New Zealand as well. A big task um, ahead of you and all of those who want to jump on board with the drive to make sure that those packs that go out to foster kids are filled with all the things that they need and things that make life just a little bit easier for a, for a time. Thanks, Juanita, and uh, good luck with all the great work you're doing. Fantastic, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Bakehouse on Bond is the bakery for all your snack and lunchtime needs. We are in two great locations in Dunedin, the main bakery in Bond Street and our new store at 138 George Street, next to Westpac. Got a fundraiser or catered event coming up? Check out our website, bakehouseonbond.com, for details. Bakehouse on Bond, proud supporters of the Volunteer South Hotspot. And a huge thanks to Bakehouse on Bond for supporting the hotspot each and every week here on ORFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air.